0: to this season of the Feminist Voices podcast. My name is Bailey and I am one of the 2019-2020 Feminist Narratives Coordinators. This season, the 2018-2019 Feminist Narratives Coordinators sat down with different student leaders to discuss the topic of race in the feminist community at Stanford. For our next episode, Raleigh sat down with Fatima, a student involved in the black and Muslim student communities at Stanford. We hope you enjoy. saying your name, your pronouns if you feel comfortable, and what feminist community that you feel you're a part of at Stanford and your involvement with the name. My name is
1: Fatima. I use she, her pronouns. The feminist community I'm involved um, in at Stanford. I think it was, like spans like, so I'm I'm like I'm black and I'm Muslim as well, so I think um, sort of where that intersects are like, Muslim feminist
0: communities and
1: then black feminist communities as well
0: first question is how does race affect the feminist activism that you participated in at Stanford?
1: So I remember during so a little bit more about myself I guess contextual um, background my family's from the Bay but um, I grew up in a couple of different areas and the place I lived in like towards the end or before I'm like towards the end of high school and before I came to Stanford was Saudi Arabia and so when I was there I guess that's like when I had my feminist awakening kind of thing just because there's a lot happening and I was like um, it just taught me to be critical of a lot of things, um, so that I feel like that's where that happened. Um, so I think coming here, I remember during NSL, I was like, oh my gosh, there's a women's community center. I was like, yes, I'm gonna be here all the time. Like, I was like, yes, this is it, this is my place. And then that sort of didn't happen, and I'm like not sure specifically why, but I think race definitely sort of may have played a part in that. Also, yeah, I think the way I had like been thinking about fem- feminism was like, as I was going through, like, my, like, awakening. <laughs> That's not even an accurate term, honestly, but sort of the process and the journey of that and the growth um, was very much, like, okay, like, it was a radical thing to me. Like, it was, like, me, like, undoing and unthinking about a lot of things, and then I remember coming here, like, to the United States, even though, like, my family's from here and I do come here often, it was just interesting to see the way in which feminism was, like, on, like, h H&M and t-shirts, and I was, like, no, capitalism, no, like, like, I'm like, this is not, like, laborized, I'm like, this so much is wrong with this, like, it didn't, so I was, I feel like there was a disconnect that was happening there, and I wasn't sure why, even though I, like, and then just in terms of, like, who was at the front of the movement here in the United States, I was like, it was a bunch of white women, all, like, cis, I was just, like, grappling with a lot of issues that it, like, didn't, didn't feel familiar to the feminism that I knew, also, that's a little general, but, like, not here kind of thing like note plays into just the way I perceive certain things at the beginning um, and then I think once I didn't go further beneath that in terms of like thinking about so like the feminist, the feminist spaces that I think that I'm a part of, I think are like in, in, inherently in and of, them, of themselves are like what what feminism is to me. So in terms of like Muslim feminist spaces and Black feminist spaces, like that is what that means to me. Just because I feel like none of those experiences are like independent of one of another, and they just the way that in which they interact together. So it is something that I like live and breathe. I would say. Um, just not the way in which I initially encountered it when I got to Stanford, or like just the ways I perceive certain things So even like with ones more I was like, oh god So that was a whole other thing as well. It's just just a lot a lot going there um, So for me, it was a little bit of like trying to piece together things personally and just like trying to like connect them to Okay, like what spaces are for me and what spaces aren't and then sort of how Potentially there was like a closing off of sorts, like when I like encountered things initially that I didn't vibe with and then I never like unpacked that. Or like, there was specific instances where it felt like my friends who were involved with the feminist community wanted me to come because there weren't as many black women. And I was just like, um, um, okay. That like was a little bit weird to me in many ways cause I'm like, it's like oh we don't. I was like um, okay like that's not my job to do that even in the way like I like for example like I appreciate there's a lot of like I feel like especially with the WC more broadly I feel like there's a lot of intentional programming and I like really appreciate that like just in terms of the material that y'all put out like I'm like oh my gosh like I work at the work because I'm, I'm like Cassie did you see the w-? like I like I, I love the work that y'all do I think it's like really intentional when I initially encountered like. There were some instances where I was like, "Oh yeah, you should come," and I'm like, "Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm interested in that stuff. It's cool." Um, and then it's like, "Oh yeah." And then sometimes the reasoning would be like, "Oh yeah, they're not like a lot of black women." And I'm like, um, <laughs> "I think there's a reason for that. And I think there could be like a way in which we could talk about what that like what that lack means, as opposed to like trying to like fill it in or have people like step in and like weird kind of like tokenism kind of things." So um, <laughs> sorry
0: yeah. That. Uh, so the next question is. How would you describe racial dynamics among the different feminist communities at Stanford? That could be in regards to like your own work at the Marcos or like things that you've observed in other groups that you're in or however you want to take that question. Mm.
1: I think there's definitely a tension friction between like white feminism and black feminism. And I think that's like not in like specifically at Stanford. I don't think that that is like something or in the ways that I've encountered it I think it's always like most of the time it's been pretty vocalized in the way that like people do recognize that in a lot of the spaces that I occupy I think in some like some spaces that's not necessarily the case but I think in a lot of the spaces that I like occupy my day-to-day that like comes up a lot in which there is like a recognition of the fact that like but the way in which like it manifests culturally and um in the ways that we know it is very much like rooted in like like I feel like there's a lot of still second second wave feminism inklings of sorts, um, and I think there is definitely there's usually an acknowledgement of that in which the way it has been like some things like there have been instances where like white feminism has like um, excluded black lesbian feminist movements and things like that and just the ways in which and also like trans folks as well and so just the ways in which that has worked there is an acknowledgement I think personally there is a tension in which not like. Necessarily like a racial binary kind of thing, but I think there's like definitely tension between, as I have perceived, and this is just me in the way that I like have encountered the world and um, as I've interacted with it. So just like personally me, like or maybe manifestation or projection, I don't know. Um, in which there seems to be like a tension between like a lot of white feminists and black feminists, or not white feminists, but like mainstream feminism and like a countering of that on a lot of like different fronts. Um, I don't know much about like. Um, Latinx or like Chicanx, um feminist movements on campus, I'm not that familiar with it, so I don't, I can't really speak to that. So I think that's like that's for me, like where where I feel like I've like encountered like an interesting like tension of sorts in terms of like who's pushing back on mainstream kind
0: of things. So, yeah. And then the last question is, what do you hope for in regards to intersectionality in the feminist community at Stanford moving forward, or just at Stanford moving forward in general?
1: Like as I was like thinking about a lot of stuff or continuing to, um, something that came up a lot. Like I really appreciated the concept of intersectionality because I feel like it initially like I was like, oh, this makes sense. This is like as I know it, and it was very like I'm like I know this, and but also to see it like oh, okay, this this not necessarily there is, but like put together, and I'm like, oh, this is why I may feel certain ways in like different like contexts, um, which like I mean I knew, um, but. Something I think I'm, like, I'm getting, like, I've been thinking about, like, right now, recently, is so that it's not necessarily that I'm not fond of the word intersectionality, but um, I'm, like, um, I'm currently not too fond of
0: it currently,
1: uh, and I think it's just the way in which it's been, like, again, mainstreamed and normalized in a way in which often there is an acknowledgement of its origins in terms of, like, like black feminist like, lesbian movements, like, okay, like, back to back to, like, okay, who's, so, the Combahee River, River River Collective, and then like also like um, Kimberly Crenshaw, like there is acknowledgement of that. Like as I encounter it in classes and things like that, specifically that might be taught by white for professors. I also think that it's being used as like a way to like be like, oh, we've talked, we've by putting this word here, we are we have solved everything, we are, have addressed everything, and just sort of like r- reducing or like minimalizing experiences in a way that's like okay, like oh, let's talk about intersectionality, but like let's talk about like like. Like, it's, like, it's, it's like, oh, it's, like, I feel like it's, like, it's, like, a catch-all phrase, and it's, like, let's not, but, like, not looking specifically at the, like, at, like, different intersections of what that is, what it, like, what that is, so, um, I think that, like, I, like, appreciate the word, I sometimes don't appreciate the way it's being, it's, like, used, I think, like, but sometimes I think, like, I think it would be, like, nice if there were, like, specific, like, things, like, okay, today we are talking about black women. Today we're talking about like black queer women. Today we're talking about like trans folks. I feel like that is a way in which you're, in, we're, in which we're actually addressing the problem in which we're talking about specific intersections as opposed to like being like intersectionality here's like a broad thing. So just me So I like focusing on specific experiences and specific identities and like centering those and uplifting them um, is like what I feel like would be like really awesome they were like really cool events um, like just generally like across Stanford all the time about that. If we're going to say intersectionality, I think it's like we need like I think there's a responsibility to like addressing like specifically people who are impacted the most.
0: Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where we speak with Aja about her involvement in the Women's Coalition and the Stanford American Indian Organization.